What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of 4040 Shorts. We're really excited to bring you today's episode, but before we jump in, here's a quick word from one of our sponsors. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of 4040 Shorts from the 4040 Vision podcast. I'm your host, Colette Abdallah, and today's topic is near and dear to my heart, and that is Muslim athletes excelling at their sports while fasting during Ramadan. We are getting ready to wrap up Ramadan later this week when we'll be celebrating the end of the month with a big celebration called Eid. And before we do that, I wanted to talk about some of the basics of Ramadan and how some of these athletes, some of your favorite athletes over the years, have been fasting and excelling while competing at the highest level. So those of you who don't know, Ramadan is the holiest month in the Muslim calendar. And during that month, Muslims fast from not sunrise to sunset, which I think is the um, common misconception, but from dawn to sunset. So for example, here in California, sunrise is about 6.30, cause that's when the sun is completely up, but dawn starts closer to 5.05, 5.10. And we're fasting from about 5 a.m. to now about 7.45, 8 p.m. in some places. So during that time, Muslims are asked to abstain from eating, drinking, smoking, uh, taking medicine, uh, really ingesting anything during that time. And during this month, we're supposed to be focusing on worship, the different aspects of worship, whether that's uh, prayer, uh, reading the Quran, uh, donating to charities, spending time at the mosque. So it's a month where we are supposed to focus on the afterlife versus this life, right? And for those of us that have nine to fives, we're able to slow down a bit, maybe take some time off, maybe adjust our schedules a bit, maybe uh, not take so many early meetings because we're tired or not so many late meetings because we're tired a little later in the day and we'd rather be napping before uh, we break our fast. But for the pro athletes out there, the pro Muslim athletes, they definitely don't have that option. You know, you can't exactly uh, reschedule a playoff game. So Jalen Brown can't call Adam Silver and ask him to delay uh, a playoff game just so he can uh, f- you know finish his fast before he plays but so these guys they have to continue to fast while continuing to perform and excel at the highest level and i think the stories that we hear over the years about some of the elite athletes fasting and overcoming this physical hurdle with incredible mental strength is is really inspiring I think growing up, one of the biggest examples that we would hear about was Hakeem Olajuwon fasting during the NBA playoffs. And not only was he fasting and playing, but he was fasting and playing some of the best basketball of his career. Now, the NBA, generally, these players have an advantage because most NBA games are at night, or at least in the evening, uh, come springtime. So if uh, tip-off is at 7.30 or 7 p.m., then, you know, you only have to, to keep fasting for a little while before you're able to break your fast, maybe after the first quarter or at halftime. But still, it's an incredible achievement to be able to compete at that level while depriving yourself of some of your basic needs. Last year, uh, Kyrie Irving was fasting during the sweep uh, of when they were victim <laughs> victims of the sweep by the Boston Celtics. And he actually played the best game of his career, or at least the best game of his Brooklyn career, while he was fasting uh, during game one. So it was really impressive that he was able to do so. He didn't play so hot the rest of the series, but 
you know, <laughs> we'll give him credit for the first one. And, you know, it's not just in the NBA, all over sports. Uh, guys like Mo Farah, the British long distance runner, um, has competed while fasting. Um, and there's, you know, hundreds of professional soccer players in Europe and across the world that are, again, performing while fasting. Uh, one guy in particular, Karim Benzema, last year, uh, as Real Madrid won the Champions League, he was fasting for, let's say, the majority of their uh, late season Champions League campaign because, of course, Ramadan is just a month. So he wasn't fasting the entire time, but he was still playing really well. And what's really impressive to me is that, you know, I think about um, my life or my daily life while fasting. And I think most Muslims would agree that it's not so much the physical aspect that really gets to you because of course you're hungry and you're thirsty, but you know, growing up, I played very low level high school football while fasting and was able to do it. And, you know, lots of Muslims around the world and in the U S were able to do things like that playing, you know, high school basketball or whatever. Uh, I have a 10 or 11 year old nephew that plays soccer while fasting. So it's not the physical aspect really that gets to you it's the mental aspect it's the fatigue of having to process things make decisions uh analyze things you know i'd much rather go play basketball at the end of the day while fasting than you know read a book for example or have to uh write an essay or record a podcast like i am now because the mental aspect is much tougher so for these athletes to be able to handle not just the physical strain of playing sports at the highest level while fasting, but also the mental strain, because, you know, as we know, the mental aspect of high level sports is, is probably even bigger than the physical aspect. It's probably a bigger factor in the success or failure uh, of players. And I think and the really cool thing is that some folks, some Muslim scholars would argue that a lot of these players don't have to fast while they're playing sports, but they choose to because of their dedication to the religion. So, you know, I think one of the misconceptions is that Muslims have to fast no matter what. And what I really personally like about Islam as a religion is that for the most part, it's, it's very practical in terms of your practice should never put your life or livelihood at risk, for the most part, at least, I should say. So if you are dealing with a chronic illness, if you're pregnant, if you're uh, diabetic, something like that, then you don't have to fast. And the same reasoning applies, according to a lot of folks, that if you are working a very demanding physical job where fasting could actually impact your health in a very negative way, then you're allowed to not fast or at least you know, skip the days that you're playing. So I believe a few years back, um, Mo Salah was playing in the Champions League final while he was fasting, but he technically didn't have to. <laughs> so he also didn't have to because he was traveling, which is another thing. So if you are traveling while fasting uh, or during Ramadan, you technically don't have to fast. You can, of course, choose to if you want, but you don't have to. So with all that being said, you know, it's, it's a really heartening thing. Um, as a Muslim and as a big fan of, you know, big time athletics, big time sports, to see guys putting their religion first um, and showing the level of dedication that it takes to become a professional athlete and applying that 
to their religion and to their religious practice, uh, especially in a time where maybe being a dedicated uh, religious person can be kind of looked down upon. Uh, and a lot of folks will have their questions about, well, is this bad for their health? Are we sure it's okay for them to do this? You know, maybe it's not the best idea to play 90 minutes of a soccer game or 48 minutes of a basketball game while fasting. But these guys prove day in and day out that they can absolutely do that. You know, as I said, Hakeem Olajuwon growing up had some of his best playoff games. I believe he won a title uh, during uh, Ramadan in the mid 90s. Kareem Benzema last year won the Champions League and was a devastating player in the Champions League while fasting for Ramadan. So that's a couple examples. And last year, I know Kyrie didn't have the, the best year of his uh, playoff career, but he played while fasting. And the guy he played against in the first round, Jalen Brown, had an incredible playoffs that uh, ended in defeat in the finals, but he was still able to carry his team along of course, with Jason Tatum and some other guys, but he was able to carry his team in a couple of really tough playoff series against the the Nets and then, of course, against the uh, uh, the Bucks while fasting. And it goes to show you that, again, the mental aspect of the fasting and the mental toughness that these athletes show is is the most impressive thing about all of this. And one final thing I wanted to talk about was how... I want to say how welcoming or accommodating a lot of these uh, countries and leagues have been with the fasting. So if you're plugged into Muslim Twitter or soccer Twitter uh, or soccer social media, you've probably seen clips of uh, leagues in Germany and in the UK and in the Champions League where you know guys are maybe faking an injury or the ref is calling some sort of stoppage in order for a Muslim player to break his fast and hydrate and grab a quick snack. And I think it it shows some of the uh, really cool willingness and, again, the accommodating nature of some of these countries to allow these guys to practice and express their faith uh, in their own way. Uh, I'm looking at you, France, uh, who are not being so accommodating with this. They take some of the secular aspect of things a little too far, uh, despite the fact that they have a ton of Muslim players uh, in their league. But they don't allow teams to do this, but maybe they're figuring out some loopholes so guys can still break their fast during games. But a lot of other teams or a lot of other countries, again, Germany, the UK, uh, I'm sure in the US uh, during, I believe it was an MLS or Open Cup match recently, um, guys were, were able to do that. Uh, I saw a post from the Seattle Sounders where they very explicitly said that you know, you'll know, they told their fans in a social media post that you'll notice a stoppage around, you know, whatever time it was during their game that uh, we'll be having a, a break for guys to break their fast. So it's a, it's a beautiful month full of religious practice and family gatherings. And it's one of my favorite months of the year, despite of course, the challenges that come with it and seeing guys like Kareem Benzema and Kyrie Irving do this so easily and a ton of other guys. There's so many that I can't even get down the list. Uh, it really makes things a little bit easier for me because seeing them do it under those conditions makes me feel a little bad <laughs> about complaining about not having a cup of coffee in the morning. So uh, that's it for our show today. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Ramadan Mubarak, Eid Mubarak, since hopefully some of you guys will be listening to this uh, during Eid. 
And we hope you guys enjoy the time with your families. And for those of you who weren't familiar with this uh, idea or concept, I hope you learned a little something on today's episode. So please make sure to follow and subscribe to the 4040 Vision podcast wherever you find podcasts. Make sure to leave us a review and follow us on all social media platforms. Uh, We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, at 4040 Vision Pod. Peace out, y'all.